Uh, did I, you guys? Did you guys do your chores? No. <laughs> did well, you? Before I think before. Lex has some chores oh. to do. <laughs> yeah, I have one chore. Oh, here we go. This episode of Turning This Car Around is brought to you in part by Fracture. We're going to tell you more about Fracture later in the show, but Fracture prints photos directly onto glass, which has been described by some as being like hanging your iPad on the wall. I literally have a Fracture print of my kids looking at me right now in this office. We're going to tell you more about them later, but just remember this. You can get 15% off if you use the code TTCA at Fracture.me. TTCA for turning this car around. So get ready because you're going to want to get one of these probably of your kids. I'm John Maltz. I'm Lex Friedman. I'm John Armstrong. I'm getting a fragment of fracture thing of my non-existent pet. I was going to (laughs) suggest because Mr. Maltz has a pet. And by the way, welcome to Turning This Car. Wow. We're, we're out of practice, right? <laughs> so it's been, uh, rusty. Wow. It's been uh, it's been two weeks. Does this do we even have a show anymore? I mean, you know, I don't. Yeah, right. That's a good question. Non-existent. Should, really. uh, it, you, we, you guys better get this podcast right, or I'm turning this car right around. Oh, wow. See what I did? There? Wow, so good. You're really consummately professional. He, he dad. No. He dadded us. <laughs> so. So I, I I suggested a little while ago when we were planning this recording session. Let's talk about chores. It's and a chore recording with you guys, am I right? <laughs> hey <Hey-o. laughs> So here's At the this deal. time of day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is the latest we've ever done this. We are, yeah, we are recording at an unusual time. Because, um, because you guys are jerks. My kids are asleep. Um, yeah. Wow. First of all, that's uh, amazing. Well, my oh. kid is up. 8 yeah. p.m. is bedtime over here in New Jersey. Uh, my, <laughs> my children we, we, are uh, not asleep, and they're at their mother's house tonight. Gotcha. My kid is downstairs having a fit because he doesn't have screens right now. Ooh, <laughs> How did he lose them? Uh, you know, I can't even remember now. It was something this morning. <laughs> it was something this morning, not listening, just, you know, like, uh, not, or having a fit about cleaning something up or something. I can't, I can't even remember, frankly. And that's just, it's what it is. So Busted. here's the, uh, the fun Liam story of the day. He was in school. Oh, and yeah. he says to the teacher, I want to sit in the thinking chair, which is apparently the chair that you sit in if you've gotten done something wrong. And the teacher's like, well, you only sit in the thinking chair, Liam, if, if you've broken one of our classroom <laughs> rules. And he picks up a Glock and hurls it, picks up a block and hurls it across the room. And she says, okay, now you have to sit in the thinking chair. Wow. And so she's telling Lauren about this afterwards. And uh, Lauren, of course, is laughing and the teacher's laughing. And she's like, it was a problem because he got exactly what he wanted, which was to sit in the thinking chair. Uh, but he did it because he, like, as soon as she said, well, you have to break a rule is in that chair. He was like, okay, <laughs> fuck it. And he throws a block across the room. And, uh, that's so great. That is, we were asking uh, him afterwards, like, what happened? He's like, well, you know, I, I wanted to think. I needed a place to sit and think. And so I figured the thinking chair was the place to go. And so now we've learned, we've since learned that you can sit and think anywhere. It doesn't have to be in the, the designated thinking chair. Uh, no, I think you're wrong. <laughs> I need a chair to think in. I cannot think walking, standing, or driving. Yeah, really. Why start the sh- there, actually, right? the shower is my thinking chair. Oh, totally. Yes. Yeah. It's the only place I can get, get anything done. Honestly, I think the teacher probably should have said, why do you want to sit in the thinking chair? Like, instead of, no, you can't because you haven't broken any rules. Like, she set herself up for that. Oh, completely. Like, here, here's the, I'm going to give you the the dynamite and the little plunger. <laughs> yeah, Go. and here's the match. Yeah. Just in case. How, do you, how, how long do you spend in the thinking chair? 
Uh, dude, I didn't even know there was a thinking chair until okay. today. Right. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I would guess all fucking day. <laughs> no, I have no idea. <laughs> Minute per per year. That's the it doesn't seem like, like that. that's you know five minutes. It seems like maybe. Yeah. Throwing a block. I mean, he didn't hit anybody, right? Right. So how yeah, far did he throw? Was it like a you know bomb touchdown? In my mind, area? since I I have no idea. In my mind, yeah. I I want to believe. That he scoped it out and it's like, okay, I understand the situation now. There's no kids over there by the toy kitchen. I'm going to heave a block right over there. So I feel like I, I want this to be true. That he was like, well, I'm not going to hurt anybody. I'm simply, it's, you know, like when you steal a loaf of bread so that you can get into jail cell for the night so you don't have to sleep outside or something in the middle of winter. He, I feel like he was that homeless guy breaking the law <laughs> as minimally as possible mm. to get what he needs. So I think he just said, oh, here's a victimless crime. And you're <laughs> well, sure, you're sure that the, that was the thought process. It wasn't just like, now I'm mad because I can't sit in the thinking chair. So I'm going to throw a block. According or, to him, the idea was <laughs> he wanted to get in the chair. Uh, okay. It's like, well, she wouldn't let me sit in the chair. So I had to break a rule. Sure. Well, the nice. way I'm looking at this is he was probably told to pass the ball at the end of the game when he should not have passed the ball at the end of the game. And I, oh, I watched the last five minutes of the Super Bowl. You got to bring that up? That, and I'm bringing that up specifically for you, John Moltz. Okay, first of all, I'm not, I'm not like, a, fortunately, I'm not a huge Seahawks fan. I mean, I'm not, a, like, I was, I was ro definitely rooting for the Seahawks, but I have not oh. been really, a, so you're, you're not, if it was the Mariners, then, then, yeah, you'd probably, you'd be. I, the Mariners are blood. terrible at football, though. But, but uh, yeah. <laughs> well, but, maybe, actually, maybe they're better. <laughs> maybe they're better at that than they are at baseball, but, um, so, anyway, just to let you know. So, I'm just saying, Lex, Liam could have had some cross signals there at the end yeah i you're not wrong i and honestly like i'm not mad i thought it was funny when lauren told me the story she called me to tell me the story and i started laughing and she's like well you're on speakerphone and liam's in the car and so i had it's like that's terrible that he did that a joke over here. i was reading something shame on you yeah you make sure he knows i'm disappointed hmm. whatever yeah okay and then so, later you're like good move dude yeah it was so funny. fist fist bump like a little on the slide. Um, I'm, I'm going to disclose first here on the chores topic, which is to say my kids don't have any specific chores that are absolutely their responsibility. They are supposed to clear their plates after meals and put their dishes in the sink, which is stupid because we just have to go to the sink and put them in the dishwasher, but they can't handle the dishwasher yet. And, you know, there are times when we tell them to clean their rooms or to clean the playroom, but that's, that's the extent of it. And I was in Israel for a while and my sister um, will be the first to tell you that she doesn't do anything in the house. Uh, her two eldest kids, the, her two daughters, are responsible for... My sister makes dinner, but her two eldest are responsible for cleaning up dinner, which includes clearing the table, loading the dishwasher, wiping down the table, and sweeping or mopping the floor, depending on what's necessary. And then the girls also take turns doing the family's laundry. Whoa. Whoa. And how old are they? Uh, 47. And <laughs> no, they are... Uh, the no. older one okay. is... 15 and the younger one is 13. That okay. makes sense. I can see that. Well, that makes more sense. Yeah. Right. Definitely more sense. I don't know if I'm going to get there in seven years. Well, without no you will. Trust me, you will. And I'll tell you why right now. Tell me. Uh, <laughs> when I'm at the girlfriend's house, there's two kids there full time. Well, not well, mostly full time. And so we've been doing a thing where 
you know, one kid has to help set the table and the other one has to help clear. And that mm. does include the dishwasher. So, a, but a grown up helps with the dishwasher part. So here's, you know, if there's anything that needs to happen with the plates, then here, you here's the plate back and you put it in. Here's the cup, you put the cup in. I've rinsed it and I've taken care of the big stuff, but you, you do that. Okay, here's the stack of plates that need to go on the table. Here's the silverware. So the setting and clearing is happening. Nine and seven. And, wow. and over, over huh. the holidays, all four girls. And, and it was actually really nice. Nine and seven. Yeah. And the 10-year-old, now 11, happy birthday, Lita. Um, the 11-year-old, who was 10 at the time, nine, seven, and the five-year-old. And the five-year-old helped both. Right, because they, they see the other clear. kids helping, and now it's like, well, we want to do right. this too. That's Once right. it looks like it's a privilege, that's yes. a whole different thing. Well, yeah, well, they're just... The first time, yeah. Right, well, no, it's the, the dessert thing is hanging over their heads. That's in their oh, mind. Oh, yeah, okay. And the thing is, is that I think, I can't speak for my girlfriend, but I'm going to just guess this is where she is. I can. I love John. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. That's great. Sounds nothing like her. Yeah, I'm too close. <laughs> uh, so they're aiming for dessert. They're hoping they're going to get dessert yeah. by helping. That's going to improve the dessert, you know, chance. Right. Except for, I think we both have this kind of, I wouldn't say sinister, but it's sort of like a keep them guessing kind of thing. Like we may have dessert tonight and we may <laughs> not have dessert. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. There how may be go. a tomorrow. Yeah. There may not be a tomorrow. Right. <laughs> so. Daddy might love you. Yeah. <laughs> No, when I was in the, when I moved into my condo in Salt Lake City, it smelled, it just smelled weird. And so I was trying all kinds of things to get it not to smell weird. And one of the things I did was buy like a Febreze-like spray to spray on the carpet because I thought it might be the carpet pad, the carpet or the pad. And so for the first like month I lived there, I was just spraying all the time. <laughs> and then the curtains were kind of stinky too because they were like original 1975 curtains. And so I was spraying those. And Marlo saw me do this one time, and that was all it took. And then it was, Dad, can I spray? And she would stand in one place and spray <laughs> the carpet and spray the drapes. So it'd be like this giant circle on the drapes and a giant, um, like a wet spot on the floor where she had sprayed. And it smelled really good right there and really good <laughs> by the drapes. And I had to teach her to like spray around a little bit. And at that time, she was like, what, two and a half, three? So. Yeah, she was yeah a good finding a chore that they that. like is definitely smart. I, I will yes. say my kids are happy to man the dustbuster or to woman the dustbuster uh, <laughs> when that comes out. So if, if there's a dirt pile, they would love to suck it up with the dustbuster. Mm. Hank pretty Hank pretty much takes care of all shredding in the house. <laughs> nice. Well, at least it's well actually. Karen's Karen's got stuff that she shreds herself because a lot of it is sensitive information, but um, or gross. <laughs> and uh she he, she does that instead of him but everything else uh he shreds i mean because he, he a he, you know he loves shredding and that's there's no b really is um, it by hand or with a machine <laughs> with a machine okay <laughs> but we have a lot of shredding i mean it's fun because my wife my wife is a printer oh she prints Hello? she prints everything oh i see yeah. yeah all of a sudden you guys got really janky are we oh, still really? there? Is everyone still there? Yeah, Are yeah. You, you sound super shitty. Are too. you still there? I'm still here. You sound fine to me. Okay. You both sound you're, fine. To you're me. you're getting better and better. Okay. <laughs> I, so, John, you said that your wife shreds a lot of things, but that, she's, she's, she's she's a printer. She, 
she shreds sensitive documents. Because she's a PI. She has because she's a private investigator. Mm. So anything with anybody's social security number, etc. Mm. Uh, crime scene photography. Ooh. And what kind of shredder? is it? Does it just do the strips or does it go like full no, confetti? No. Oh, no. Crosscut. Yeah, crosscut. I yeah. love it. Yeah. Sorry. I've never owned a shredder, but now I want one after this conversation. <laughs> you probably best. don't need one. You probably no. you're probably all digital. <laughs> you know, I'm th- we're not paperless here. We just we're just we are basically saying, "Hey, identity thieves, come and get." <laughs> uh, by That's the way, already happened just, to me once, so I don't really need that again. Oh. Just got a replacement credit card, by the way. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> I was in Israel, <laughs> and Laura, Lauren texts me, and she's like. Uh, did you buy $500 worth of things from EA origin? <laughs> Whoa. No, that was, that was me. Yeah. Was the like best a part. M- mega pack. They, they noticed it right away. Like as soon as there was one purchase on EA origin, like that doesn't sound like Lex. We're canceling this card. So the credit card company got it right away. It was good. No, oh, that's good. What are you spending well, $500? That, that is a major purchase for, from EA. Yeah. I mean, that's like yeah. gold pack. All that was all the games. Yeah. yeah. Right. All the games. Well, I want to hear all about add-ons. I want to hear about Hank's chores, but before I do, mm. Mm. I want to tell you about one of two sponsors for this week's episode. Is that cool with you guys? So cool. Yeah. It's our old friends, our good friends at Loot Crate. Yay. Yay. It's a monthly subscription box service for Epic Geek. Oh, shit. Loot Crate <laughs> is a monthly subscription box service for epic geek and gamer items and pop culture gear. For less than $20 a month, you get six to eight items that include licensed gear, apparel, collectibles, unique one-of-a-kind items, and more. You have until the 19th of each month at 9 p.m. Pacific to subscribe and receive that month's crate. And when the cutoff happens, that's it. It's over. You can never get it again. So the first thing you want to do, even while we're talking to you, is go to LootCrate.com slash TTCA, LootCrate.com slash TTCA, and enter code TTCA to save $3 on any new subscription. So did you guys get the February crate? Or the uh, January crate, I guess? I am traveling. Uh, so oh, my okay. primary domicile, it's probably Was that there. coming to us? Yeah, they, they sent them around. Okay. In theory. All right. Well, well they we probably sent them to the good shows. I did not get one. The good shows probably got them. The show probably <laughs> they, they took all of our addresses. Uh, so, okay. So, the box that I got from January was uh, like, uh, I think it was called Rewind or something like that. And it was, uh, the idea was like, here's a bunch of retro things that you uh, remember and love from like the 80s-esque kind of thing. So, one of the things was like a, an NES cartridge action figure. Um, oh, yeah. So I saw like that online. Yeah, there was like this little miniature NES cartridge and they different different people who got the crate had different stickers on their games. Mine was like a Dr. Mario knockoff that was Doctor Who themed. Um, and it has like, you, you assemble it, but it's got little arms and little legs and it's awesome and my kids love it and they stole it. Uh, <laughs> t-shirt in the box, comic book, like tons of cool stuff. So uh, in the February crate, it's time to break out the dice, cards, and controllers, saddle up, and strategize. February's Crate is dedicated to all the fun and fantastic games we love to play, from tabletop to video, board games, card games, RPGs, and more. They have put together a crate that celebrates both the boundless level of adventure, creativity, and excitement that great gaming can bring. 
Included will be a Loot Crate exclusive edition of a popular tabletop tile, plus a vinyl collectible figure, a best-selling title, much... Oh, I said the wrong thing again. Fuck. Included. <laughs> you got to edit all of this, John. Have fun. Included uh, no, will be no, a Loot no. Crate exclusive edition of a popular tabletop title, plus a vinyl collectible figure, a best-selling title, much beloved by gamer geeks worldwide, and so much more. So pull up a seat and let the games begin. So they ship all over the world into a lot of countries, nine of them. It's more than a subscription service. It's a whole community. There's $40 of value or more in every crate, even though it costs way less than that. Uh, each month has its own theme. Previous crates had themes from or had items from franchises like Star Wars, Marvel, The Walking Dead, The Legend of Zelda, and so much more. When you go to lootcrate.com slash DTCA, you're going to be like, oh my god, I have to sign up for this. So just do it now. You're going to save three bucks when you use offer code TTCA. And, uh, so great. I'm not editing I'm, a I'm bit going of to that. One right second, now. there's not one second of that that's going to be edited. That <laughs> whole thing. That way, look. Sometimes I said tile instead of title. That's all. It was embarrassing. At one point, he was speaking in tongues. I, I know. I couldn't yeah. even. Oh, that's right. So if you, if you, I don't know if this will still be the case when people are listening, but if you look at this monthly box of, of if, you, if you look at the February screenshot that they have right now, um, you can see there was like this, uh, this little Batman Zelda kind of situation. <laughs> mm. Wait, 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 wait. Um, that was Where the name go? of my high school band, the Batman Zelda situation. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's very clearly Batman, but something about it screams Zelda to me, but behind it on the homepage yeah. right now, there's, uh, there's these kind of Minecraft inspired sunglasses or pixel art inspired yes. sunglasses. And those are very popular in the freedom house because we got those and my kids, uh, there's a lot of fighting over who gets to wear the sunglasses. They're pretty dope. I mean, that's a great pair of shades right there. Yeah, they are really cool and they're polarized. Um, I would have kept them, but my kids took them. No, they're not polarized. <laughs> they had a little sticker on them that said, yo, these are polarized. All right. Dog. You had a hard time seeing your phone when you wore them. Exactly. Okay. okay. Then there you so go. Anyway, don't, don't forget to go to slash TTCA and don't forget to use the TTCA code. You're going to save the money. It's awesome. You're going to love it. Looks great. Yeah, it's cool. No, it's crate. It's crate. Great. So what are the chore situation? What's the chore situation in the Moltz house? Okay. All right, so well, uh, sim similar, similar level. Um, he's got to uh, take his stuff. We we do get him to put it into the dishwasher now, um, but that's a relatively nice. recent uh, addition. And the uh, the cleaning up situation. So the house cleaning up. Um, okay, so the way that we have recently <laughs> approached this is that in the past, it's basically just been okay. You've got a friend coming over. First of all, okay, here's the thing. We don't clean up that much. <laughs> yeah, I'm with that's, you there. So that's, that's let's just lay that lay that baseline down. It's not like Karen and I are running around <laughs> cleaning up every Saturday because we, do, we don't do that um, generally. And we should do that more than we do. And a place is not, I mean, I, most of our problem is just, is usually just like light clutter. It's never, it's never a complete and utter pigsty. It, it's just, it's just a little sloppy. And, you know, we're not, you know, yeah. I'm a hoarder. My office is terrible, but it doesn't spill out of my office. <laughs> it's Yet. mostly just it's mostly just comic books um, and old technology. But uh, so recently, we've had a series of playdates. So he's had friends coming over on Saturdays or Sundays, and um, and the, so basically, we've been like, okay, you know, you got you got a friend coming over. You got to help clean up, and and that includes like vacuuming, nice cl cleaning his room, and then vacuum. You know, doing some vacuuming um, wow. to varying varying degrees. And so, 
we're gonna try to do that as just kind of like a regular thing okay it's saturday we're cleaning up i mean that the problem is more going to be us than him frankly because <laughs> we're not going to want to do the rest of the cleaning that needs to take place at the same time but um we're gonna we're gonna try to approach it that way um and and he's not he's not bad at it um he doesn't he doesn't he's, he's pretty good at the vacuuming actually because that seems fairly obvious it's like cleaning his room he doesn't exactly know where to put stuff mm. away um and that's kind of an interesting problem because so i have to sort of stand there and say or i have to come back in frequently and say <laughs> okay this needs to go here this the, over here this one this over um so and at that point, why don't you just do it yourself? Well, no, I'm not because there's lots of reasons why. Because <laughs> I'm lazy, Lex. That's why I don't want to do it. He's the super. He's got. He's the foreman. He's in, you know. He's got to boss people around. Right. I'm management. No, you're absolutely right. Management. No, I, I agree. He's a suit. And so we have. Um, look at this guy. But we have a cleaning lady who comes once a week. Do you clean for the cleaning lady? You have to. Well, clean so for the cleaning lady. Lauren Wood does. I would not. If it were up to me. It's oh. like, here's what we got, lady. Do your worst. It's like, I chew yeah. Oreos before I go to the dentist. Like, this is your job. <laughs> Let's do this. And so, but Lauren, especially, it's like the playroom. She says, you know, you have to put away the toys, kids, in the playroom before the cleaning lady comes because she doesn't know where the toys go. And then if mm -hmm. she puts them away, you're not going to know where they are. And so there are assigned places where everything's supposed to go. And it's assigned by Lauren. Like there's no, I mean, there is a system in place that she has, but I don't know where anything's supposed to go, which is great because I don't have to clean up the playroom. Um, or when I do clean up the playroom, I put things wherever I can find space for them. And then I'm off the hook for six months about cleaning up the playroom after that. Uh, so the kids always have to clean the playroom before the cleaning lady comes. And, uh, I, I would just let the cleaning lady do it because who cares? They're just going to take it all out again anyway. So what does it matter? Mm. Mm. <laughs> mm. I might have the minority opinion here. They're pretty good at doing their rooms. They hate it. They hate cleaning their rooms, especially Sierra, who's now six. Uh, she's the one who most loves toys. Like they all play with stuff, obviously, but Sierra just loves toys and she'll take any character based toy in any kind of dollhouse situation. And like we're using dollhouse very loosely. It could be a Batman set or whatever, but she'll take any mix of characters. She'll cross Marvel and DC. She doesn't care. Wow. And, uh, it's constant crossovers. Yeah. And, but then when it's like, okay, Sierra, now that she did all that playing, let's put away these 77 creatures. She cannot believe that you were asking her to do that. She's like, why, why are you asking me to do this? That that's, it's boring to clean up. And she like, it's amazing how many times we've had this conversation, but she really feels passionate. Like, so why would this, we do that? Is this her room? Yeah, that would be in her room. Yeah. Okay. And the play is the playroom in a state of perpetual disarray. Uh, until Wednesdays when we clean up for the Thursday cleaning lady. Thing. Okay. So then the, when the cleaning, okay. Okay. Cause we had a, we had a playroom. Uh, we don't have a playroom here. Um, other than the living room, um, which is not, uh, you know, like when he was, a when he was little, it was, it was a playroom. Um, but it's not like that anymore. Other than, other than like Nintendo, <laughs> other than the Wii. Um, but when I was little, I had a, we had a playroom and at my parents' house and I had for the longest time, I had this like town set up. I had these cardboard boxes that I had made oh, into, totally. into buildings wow. and, you know, and I had my Star Trek action figures and my Planet <laughs> of the Apes action figures and they were just, Did you sigh just now because out, that stuff was out all the time. Did you sigh when you mentioned the Star Wars figures because you took them out of the boxes? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> 
Okay. No, that was not it. So uh, you never had to put them away. See, like Lee and I will build train stuff. tracks and then we have to put them all away every week because Lauren doesn't want them out when the cleaning lady comes. It's, it's heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. So I don't, they, and I don't remember what the, because my parents had a, had a, had people come to clean. Um, I just think they just vacuumed around that stuff <laughs> as far as I can remember. I don't think I, I mean, cause I don't remember cleaning that up. I mean, I remember cleaning stuff up there, but I don't, it wasn't, Maybe they just left that rumor alone. <laughs> Became a giant petri dish. Uh oh. <laughs> Explains my my long uh, bout with tuberculosis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, I think, true story. True story. Hmm. Actually, I'm looking over here at my my collection of toys on my shelf here because mm-hmm. I'm an idiot. Um, I'm a man child, and uh, I have uh, I got uh, one of the this, so they make those retro Star Trek action figures now, and then you can buy. And so I got a Captain Kirk. I got these basically nice. the, basically the same thing standing there holding. Is it his, the Shatner Kirk? His ridiculously blue phaser. Yeah. Nice. Yep. Yep. Nice. Well, uh, the vacuum was a particular. Uh, it still is kind of a, a particular problem. Um, I have the giant Dyson from mm-hmm. ten years ago, the massive Dyson, and it's a bit of a challenge for my girls to work. The girlfriend has the more mobile canister version of the Dyson, which is much easier to handle. So the vacuum at the girlfriend's place is more likely to be, if it's assigned to someone, or I've been starting to say, hey, why don't you help me vacuum? I'm gonna do this while you vacuum this. And that's been a new development. The vacuum's a new entrance into the the chore realm. Yeah. The um. I, I, this is going to sound totally ridiculous, but I absolutely mean it. One of the best compliments I can remember my mom ever paying me. There was a time where we had a cleaning lady and my mom decided we're firing the cleaning lady. And my mom, avoiding confrontation, writes a note because the cleaning lady would come when nobody was home. And the note says, you know, blah, blah, blah. This is going to be the last time. I guess this is goodbye. And then also payment for that week's cleaning. Mm-hmm. And when I came home, I saw that the money had been left there. So mm-hmm. she had come and not cleaned the house and, you know, accepted the getting fired, right? So I called my mom because every day when you got home from school, you had to call mom at work and tell her that you were home. And I said, you know, Jean uh, didn't freaking Jean. Jean didn't clean. She's like, well, will you do it? Can you vacuum some of the rooms? I'm like, I don't know how to, I've never done this. What do you mean? She's like, yeah, just vacuum the rooms. I was like, okay, I'll try. And then she came home from work and she looked around and she's like, you did a fantastic job. It looks just like when Jean did it. I think you probably even did it better than Jean. And she wasn't saying it to butter me up as much. She truly wasn't. She was just saying, you know, I think you even did a better job than she does, which is why we fired her, by the way. And... <laughs> But I was like, Man, so we're going to get letters like, from Gene fans. <laughs> I was like, I can't believe that I, I can't believe that I did a better job than Gene because Gene does this professionally. <laughs> so every time I vacuum, I think I bet I'm doing better than Gene. Right mm. now. You know, <laughs> chew on that Gene. That didn't go the, way, the direction I thought it was going to go, Lex. But I have to tell you, I have to tell you this. When I was a kid, my dad was very active in the Republican Party locally <laughs> and regionally. And he actually, I didn't know this until last on night. On the national level. He ran uh, somebody's Senate campaign who was running for the Senate in Washington. Uh, oh, wow. He was a guy from Utah. And so my dad was the guy for him. And we wow. found all this correspondence and stuff last night. And so like we had people drop by who were like state level people all the time. And um, the most famous guy that ever stopped by our house was Jake Garn, who was the first Senator into space on the space shuttle. 
who, I, if I'm not mistaken, basically said, hey, NASA, you want your money? Yeah, put me on the rocket. I'm going up. So I, 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 I'm paraphrasing. I don't think it was said like that. But Maybe not. But he stopped by the house a few times. So I met Jake Garn. Um, and so in my head, as a kid, I was like, well, you know, the president could stop by here. You know, my parents, they know everybody. Uh, you I know, I'm sex or whatever. And so I'm thinking, I better vacuum really well. Yeah. So I developed a super OCD methodology for vacuuming that carried really? me through. Wow. Yeah. And when I got a job in high school delivering flowers, at the end of the day, we had to get the shop ready for closing and you had to like clean it all up. And that included vacuuming. And the guy who bought the shop, he didn't, he bought this old shop and he never remodeled. He didn't, he eventually remodeled it. But when I was there, he didn't. And he had this crazy red shag rug that was like four inches long shag rug. Like you could rake the shag rug if you wanted to. And I vacuumed it and it was so thick that when you vacuumed, you would leave a pattern in the rug. And wow, so nice. I was, I used oh. my president might be coming techniques <laughs> on the flower shop. And he was like, he, my boss was blown away. And you know, he didn't say, I think they call that OCD. He didn't say that. He may have thought it, but he didn't say it. And um, yeah, anyway. So I'm trying to instill the same sort of anal vacuum technique and it's just not taken. <laughs> they are not even close. We have a show, we have an episode title. <laughs> anal well, vacuum. Anal vacuum technique. <laughs> well, I get well, lost in the moment. Sponsors will love that. Yeah. Well, speaking of sponsors though, I actually <laughs> want to pause for one second on this positive note and tell everybody about our other advertiser. Yeah. Sure. Whom they probably remember from the beginning of the show. It's Fracture. Fracture is a company that prints photos directly onto glass, which has been described as being like hanging your iPad on the wall. Colors pop like you won't believe. Mm. It even comes on a solid bank backing that's ready to mount right out of the package. All you have to do is stick the screw in the wall and hang it. And this is true. I'm not the world's handiest fellow, but when they sent us stuff, uh, it's right. It's like the, the back of it is ready to be mounted on the wall. There's a screw included. That's going to be perfect for this glass thing. And, uh, you can't see anything when it's hanging up, right? All you see is this beautiful glass version of your photos. We have a photo that's right over there. You can see where I'm pointing. <laughs> oh, right? yeah, yeah, sure. Um, that one. Three kids. It's clearly taken around Halloween time because uh, Sierra's got a pumpkin shirt on. Liam's wearing a shirt where it's like the body of a zombie. So it's like he is the zombie on the shirt, if you know what I mean. And uh, Anya's wearing a shirt that says like uh, candy corn or something. I don't know. Um, but it's awesome. So you go to their website, which is fracture.me. You pick a photo, you upload it to their website, you can tweak it, adjust it however you want, and then you mm -hmm. order it in whatever size you want, and it comes printed on glass, and they ship it beautifully, and it's just it's ready to mount. They even throw in the screw, which is good because I don't have any screws. It's very affordable. They start at $15 for the small square size, and they are fantastic gifts for family and friends. Just got one for my dad's birthday, which is a week away. Nice. Hope he doesn't listen. Uh, they are the perfect way to celebrate <laughs> a shared he memory. He doesn't listen. It's fine. <laughs> no, yeah. uh, it's a perfect way to celebrate a shared memory with something that's also unique and a modern gift. Each mm. fracture is hand-assembled and checked for quality by their small team in Gainesville, Florida. And this is true, since I also sell these ads. I know just about everybody at the team in Gainesville, Florida, and they are very nice. If you need another reason to buy one, besides them being our sponsors, and the fact that, you know, when you buy from them, you're supporting our show. Isn't you that get enough? 15, yeah, yeah, exactly. You don't need any other reason, jerks. Right. But you can get 15% <laughs> off with the code TTCA. 
So go to Fracture.me. And when you're checking out, use TTCA, save 15%. It's really cool. And besides the fact that you can upload your own photos, if you go to their website, which I assume you're all doing right now, Mm -hmm. Fracture.me, you'll see that they have other cool prints that you can order. Um, you can just get kind of art and the fact that it's printed on glass, they really, they're cool. Like my, my concern, honestly, when I first heard about it was, would they be like, would it just be constant? There's light reflecting off it. So I can't see the picture. And the answer is no. Uh, my office is super bright, including right now. And they just, they just look really cool. And when people come into the office and see it, they, um, you notice right away that it's different. And everybody, I always get compliments on it and that's no yeah. lie. So, you so gotta check I, them out. I am a fractured customer. Um, nice. my, my, I've, I've whined on this show before about how my parents are moving out of, uh, the house that I grew up in. Uh, that's the one still. Yeah. And so at one point my mom sent me a bunch of stuff for my room and in it, in this box of stuff was a whole bunch of old pictures and one of the old pictures. So like back in the, in, my, in junior high school, I took a photography class and, and, you know, cause, cause I was artsy. I shot all in black and white of and course. yeah, sure. Cause that's what you do. And it was also just like you had to shoot in black and white because otherwise the developing process is a lot harder. So they wanted you to shoot in black yeah. and white. So, yeah, so yeah. I had this picture of my grandfather just kind of standing there and and wearing, you know, it was like a flannel shirt. And, and it was fall in Connecticut. And so that he's standing there and just like against this background of, of bare trees. And so really, it's a pretty good shot. And so I my dad's birthday coming was coming up and my dad is impossible to buy for so i found this picture and i was like screw it i'm getting i'm putting this on a fracture and sending it boom but i was looking at their site and i couldn't find any pictures that were black and white and so i was like i wasn't sure if they did black and white or how black and white would look and so i sent an email to their customer support and they got right back to me and said Oh yeah, no black and white looks great. And she actually pointed me to some pictures that I had missed on the site and said, "Take nice a look at job, these. <laughs> this is good stuff." Stay sharp. So uh, yeah, I ordered it up, and my dad loved it. So great, they're really cool. Yeah, and don't forget to use the TTCA code because otherwise they won't know that we sent you. Yeah, I've been and waiting to. Do, I've been waiting for them to advertise so that I could order. <laughs> and, <laughs> and the truth is, they um they also uh, they work well with uh, Instagram. And so if you want to get like just a uh, perfectly square photo of some good Instagram shot, they can do that directly. And it's, they're pretty hip. Nice. You're going to like it. Fracture. Thanks, Fracture. Uh, the Instagram thing, is it, is it hip to be square? So, <laughs> so, <laughs> so hip. I get it. Do you? <laughs> you guys, man. I don't get it. The, the, the speed of the show right now is just, it's, I can't even track what's happening. It's going so fast. <laughs> really. <laughs> The lingo, all of it. Did uh, so? Okay, my chore as a kid was to mow the lawn. Oh, I had that. Oh wow. Um, and I'm not sure because my older brother mowed the lawn, and the middle brother got out of it because he was like the brainiac, and so he was always (laughs) studying. And they were. It's like it's very strange because it's like I can remember being outside like cleaning up the yard. And like, and seeing my brother in his room studying and I was like, why is he in there? And, and I'm out here cleaning things up and they're like, he's studying. <laughs> like, it's just like, that's pretty the classic. Like, <laughs> he's discovering new elements. There's no, there's no hope for you. You're going to be in the service industry. Clay has a brain. <laughs> see, and see, so the thing that, what I'm, what I'm nervous about is, am I not giving my kids enough stuff to do? Um, yes. because like, 
my parents paid somebody to mow the lawn. So I have no idea. I mean, I assume I could figure out a lawnmower, but I have never operated any gas-powered outdoor appliance. My snow thrower, which is not a snow blower, is electric. Because I was like, I'm not going to buy a gas snow blower. I have no idea what to do with that. Oh, you should buy one. You uh, should. No, stop right now. You no, should. I like my electric one. It's so great. <laughs> no, 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 it's no, no, fun. no, no. You're in the if, snow If belt there's fewer than three there. inches of snow, it's so ready. <laughs> Uh, it can handle up to like five or six inches, actually. It's good. But no, so like, I don't know anything about it because I never did it. Just phrasing. Anyway. Yeah, I know. So I know. Uh, I, I felt it. <laughs> I didn't know this at the time, but as a, I'm, a, I'm violently allergic to grass. And I was, my, gra- uh. mowing the lawn was my job. My dad was too, like they had a nice real power mower, like gorgeous. And he ran over it in the driveway. And so we had this like 1935 push mower. <laughs> And that's how, that was what my, oh, yeah. I got to use to mow the lawn was a push mower. With I can motor. remember seeing my dad mow, mow the lawn with one of those. Um, or, or I think we actually, it was, I never, I probably saw it, but I was too young to remember it. And we had a picture of him doing it. And I remember that. I think what I really remember is the picture. Um, but then by the time I was, I mean, we definitely had a, had a real mower, but it was a big freaking lawn. <laughs> <laughs> you, have a, you have an estate. Yeah, <laughs> it wasn't a it wasn't a state, but it was a it was a it was a decent sized lawn. It took took a while, but it, and now of course you know. Then after I went went to college, they they hired a service. Sure they did. Yeah, <laughs> That's how it That's how it the free help was gone. We got to pay for it now. <laughs> Same one Lex uses. <laughs> I have to tell you, like I was just proud because we just got Anya hand like in the past two months. She now does her shower herself. Like we typically still have to help with the shampoo situation, so but she does the, the shower indeed. solo. That's the big the day. shampoo situation. That was my college band. <laughs> i get it it's so a callback that's what they call a callback mm-hmm. yeah uh showering yeah marlo is still bathing she, she'll she do a shower but i'm right there with her the whole time and i'm with her at the bath too like let's be honest but um lita is full she's I, she doesn't want me in the shower like she just doesn't need the help she doesn't want the help just get the water temperature right and then get out of here you're in there. You're in there in a raincoat. With... <laughs> it's like you're at one of those things at REI where you test the raincoats. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. That's what when you walk in afterwards. Yes, it's like, wait, what did you do? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, in here? definitely. What happened? Yeah. In this bathroom, there's water <laughs> it's, it's in like... places I didn't know there could be water. <laughs> there's a parrot, <laughs> snakes, <laughs> moss is growing. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, I had a teacher proper. Uh, so I have one of those shower heads that you take off, like the handheld. Oh and, yeah, okay. yeah, because I'm tall and it just works better that way. Um, right. Otherwise, you know, I'm like hunched over and yeah, the hair isn't getting rinsed properly. So handheld thing, and so Lita will take that off and just when I was teaching her how to use it, she would just hold it and it would like shoot. Oh all, yeah. Oh my just, gosh. Right. Right. There's like, no, you know, right. there's water coming out of this thing. And the idea is to keep the water <laughs> in this rectangular space where there's the tub and the glass doors and everything. That's where the water stays. And yeah. Yeah. <laughs> not, not, not getting it. Mm-mm. No, I know. I am. I have lived through that. I cleaned at, at the time, by the time I was like seven or eight, I was using cleaning materials in the bathroom, comet in the tub and wow. you know, Windex <laughs> on the mirror. Like I was, I had to do it. And, um, I actually got in trouble. My mom made me write a job description because I did such a shitty job one day. <laughs> I had the vacuuming down, right? Vacuuming <laughs> was awesome. 
but apparently I was just not getting the toilet area clean enough for her. So yeah, I will even say when I was visiting with my sister, I was impressed because all of her kids down to like the, uh, I think he's four year old is the youngest. Um, but all of them would pour their own drinks. Uh, and so in Israel, you buy your milk in bags and not jugs. So I don't know how they would handle like a big half gallon kind of jug situation, but I've started having my kids do it. They'll only do it. Well, Liam, I won't let, but Anya and Sierra, I have pouring their own milk now, uh, as long as the milk isn't brand new, cause they can't even lift it up when it's full. But if it's, if it's half full or, or less, they can do it. And you know, uh, they're like, what if I spill? And I'm like, well, you're going to spill at some point, but we're, we're going to be okay with it. Cause you got to practice. And it's the kind of thing where I feel like I do need to spend time with other people's families to remember that my kids are capable of more things than just what they already know how to do as of now, because yeah. I forget that I have to show them other things to do. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The, the kids kids will do a lot they can do a lot more than we give them credit for i think oh the, the, oh, the other thing that hank does a lot is um he helps make dinner oh because he that's loves, really cool he uh, or also like i mean karen is into juicing and so she her breakfast is usually something juiced and he loves to help with that but he also just like likes Arnold to help schwarzenegger <laughs> <laughs> he also just likes to help um make dinner i mean like you know, he loves the sizzling, the flames. Everything. Mm. <laughs> For a while, the we danger. were trying to have the kids get involved so that they would eat better, but it didn't work. We were like, oh, if no. they help cook it, then they'll eat the vegetables, but no, they won't. No, no, that doesn't work at all. Uh, chicken yeah. nuggets. That worked. Marlo, <laughs> yeah, right. Marlo uh, loves those. She loves it. That's a good thing. He will, I mean, he'll often make himself some kind of a breakfast if we don't if like on the weekend if we don't get oh, that's the best. up early and it's it's usually something unusual <laughs> <laughs> um i mean you know often like he loves ramen so and, and then we get good ramen but with still ramen and he'll often make that uh or uh for breakfast you know, he'll just go he'll just yeah or, or just go in and get like a can of chicken noodle soup just open a can of chicken I, noodle soup. I, I, that's not a breakfast. That's a weird breakfast. He, li- I know, but that's what he likes. Wow. He does not. Cool. He most, I would say, sixty percent of the time does not eat the kind of breakfast that you would consider normal. Um, <laughs> he he loves noodles and usually like some kind of Asian noodles. He's gotten really hooked on these um, Japanese um, zaru soba noodles, and he'll eat those for breakfast. And uh, he would love to have ramen every day for breakfast if we let him. Wow. And, but, uh, he, but he also likes, oh, and the, so the other thing that I make him frequently is this dish called um, omne rice, which is a Japanese uh, thing. And you put rice, you know, like yesterday's leftover rice in a pan and you fry it up with some cut up ha- pieces of ham and some ketchup and uh, cheddar cheese, oh. a little bit of cheddar cheese. Whoa. And you fry that up and you put that on, on a plate and you put like a, um, like a, like an egg omelet, just like a fried up uh, uh, flat piece of scrambled eggs. Lay that over the top and squirt some more ketchup on it. And uh, that's like a big dish for kids in, in Japan. Huh. And he loves the heck out of that. So Wow. And he would like, and he, you know, he'll like helping make it as well. Like, I mean, cutting up the ham and. Well, we have Anya sometimes get the waffles out of the freezer and stick them in the toaster. <laughs> <now>. <laughs> make sure the settings on low. 
I mean, I love that. I, that's what I had for breakfast today, actually. Um, but for some reason, he does not. I mean, even, even when I crank the syrup on, it does nothing for him. What? I don't understand. And he's like, he loves oh. sweets. Man. He loves oh. sweets. But for some reason... I'm a uh, syrup jerk. I don't give it to them. Yeah. I'm like, it's, it's oh, so much syrup. more effort. Wow. You don't give them the syrup? You just eat like the... Like on the weekend, maybe. Wow. But if it's the weekday and they're getting ready for school, it's like, come on, we don't need sugar this early in the morning. Let's just oh, eat yes, that yes, we do. Yes, we do. Sure. I know. I, every time I don't give them syrup, I feel like a jerk. But it's because I don't like syrup that much. So I'm like, I don't want to get it and I put mean, it on. You're probably raising healthier children than mine. But but well, no, the waffle the or pancake my, is just a delivery mechanism for the syrup. I know. See, but my wife has become more of... A hippie isn't the right word, but like she's become more aware of all the things that we shouldn't do mm. so we don't get <laughs> the good that. aunt jemima syrup situation we get like you have to get the full bottle. it's it's and i don't like it like i miss my high fructose corn syrup flavor oh, or whatever God. the hell they're putting You're, in aunt jemima. You, need to, you need to readjust yourself man you need to <laughs> wait to go back to check jemima? yourself before you wreck yourself um w- which syrup are you the, endorsing the, the Maple, the real maple syrup is so much better. Oh, but see, I can't get into it. I miss ah, my I old it. fake synthetic sugar taste. You know, we, I, that's why I think we should invade Canada immediately because <laughs> that stuff is like, yeah. It's like, <laughs> I mean, you know, we, we, we spend so much time worrying about gas, but I mean, per, I think per liter, syrup is much more expensive. We yeah. Should, we should uh, invade strategic syrup reserves. Yes. I'm with you on that one. I think that's a, that's a chore to get the kids working on. <laughs> That's for sure. The kids, the next generation. Yep. Right. That's sure. Start plotting that right, right. now. Yeah. So the next 10 to 15 years, mm-hmm. we've got a steady syrup pipeline. St- just like a, yeah, like a literally a pipeline of syrup fl- flowing, hopefully right into my mouth. Do you think Obama would be more likely to sign a pact for a syrup pipeline? <laughs> than As opposed I, to the, the, uh, the, the oil. The I think we just need a U.S. president who finally standardizes how the hell to pronounce this word because we all say it differently. Syrup, syrup. Syrup, syrup. I say, I think um, I say it both ways sometimes. Syrup, syrup, syrup. Syrup, I do both. I'm just saying there should be a law. Mm-hmm. Oh, against people, I guess. I say it surreptitiously. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>